Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Hey girl, welcome to Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. We have an amazing guest today and I am so excited for you. We're going to talk about comparison traps and perfection and how it's the identity thief to contentment. But first, a friendly reminder to subscribe to the podcast. Hey, if this show has helped you in any way, submit a review, maybe do a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Stephanie Pletka, and I'll share your story on my story because, hey, we're better together. Okay, our guest today is Amy Elaine Martinez. Uh, She's an inspirational speaker, a former radio show host, and gifted Bible teacher. Her ministry is devoted to helping women with heart-shattered lives become whole again in Christ. Man, don't we need that in our life? All right. So married 27 years to David, a mom of two grown and flown boys, and a yaya, I think I'm saying that right, to granddaughter Rayleigh Rose Elaine. I mean, how adorable is that? She recently moved from the beautiful mountains of Castle Rock, oh, my heart, to Guthrie, Oklahoma. She launched the Past to Power podcast, where you'll hear how to live victoriously in your everyday life. She's the author of Becoming a Victory Girl. So I want to welcome you, Amy Elaine. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, I am so excited. And you're just that, I just saw your bio too, that um, someone just took. It looks so great. You were just this cutie patootie, like Oklahoma slash Colorado, that Southwest vibe with the jeans and the boot. You're just adorable. So with that said, tell us how you got to this place where your pain became a platform of change to help women become a victory girl. Well, listen, we don't have time for that whole story, but I'll give you the skinny. The skinny is that I was a woman who was in desperate need of Jesus and of change in my behavior and my mindset and my life. And God did a miraculous thing in me and allowed me to move past some old wounds, some deeply rooted sin in my life that he was able to help me walk through and walk away from and never look back And that is how I came to a place where I wanted to be able to share what God had done in my life to help other women, younger women, any age woman, maybe not make the mistakes that I had made so that they could like forego all of that, jump over the bad stuff and get to the good stuff with God. Because we don't have to go through all the, the bad stuff to get to where God wants us to be. Everybody's got their story. But if I can help somebody just alleviate a little bit of pain from their life by looking at what I did and saying, hey, don't go, don't do that. 
do this instead, then that is where I want to minister from to people and just you know where I want to share my story. I love how God is all about grace and redemption. I am. Hey, I am all over that. I mean, I've got my own story, too. And God is so good, right? There was a there's a scripture in Psalms 27, 13. It says, I am confident that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. And that's what I hold on to is, you know, sign me up, Lord, for the goodness in the land of the living. I know oftentimes for me, I have this um, sometimes contentment eludes me. I wrote an article a while back uh, talking about how uh, don't bump my happiness because happiness is just this, you know, it's like a roller coaster really of like all day long, somebody bumps my happiness and it's just this like surface happy. And I feel like I am all over the place. You know, there's a snarky remark from my teen and I went from woohoo to down in the the dumps and, um, but contentment, you know, as we I guess for me, I would define contentment as this state of being satisfied, like this deep-rooted uh, oak tree, you know, by the water bank uh, is a deep-rooted happiness. It's not the, the quick highs and lows, but it's that contentment where it's a state, not an estate. So tell me a little bit, what is con- contentment for you? You know, along that same thing, for me, Contentment is all about the steady, being steady and not having those. As a menopausal woman, I have to tell you that <laughs> the the mood swings that I am not accustomed to. Yes. All the reasons, but um, the mood swings have me like feeling unsteady and up and down and not knowing what emotion I'm going to feel. And my word for the year is steady. And I don't always have a word for the year. And that may have actually been my word for last year. I don't know. No, it's this year's. Anyway, um, being steady is contentment to me. Because if I can stay in the place that I'm at and be okay, not always looking for that next thing or looking back at what was, you know, we just moved. And so oh, um, yeah, that's hard. I am in a both at a, at a point where I am now kind of in a steady place. We're not going back and forth between two homes, which we did for three years and also being surrounded with boxes that I cannot stand. So that doesn't feel (laughs) steady, but I am in one place and I'm just learning to be content in my office with boxes everywhere because there's nowhere to put them because we downsized and um, you know, it's just what it is, but contentment looks like, steadiness to me and not bouncing all over the place. That's a good word. Steady. I know when my I put my kids in preschool and the teacher wrote and she said the the little one they had asked like what does your mom do when you're um, when you're at school and I thought it was funny because I, I never thought about like what does he think I do and uh, he said well my mom rides roller coasters when I'm at school and I thought what? <laughs> But I would say like, oh, I had fun today. And he he equated that with roller coasters. So he assumed I was riding roller coasters. But I know that feeling of like when you're fearful and then you're flying high and then you go flying down and everything's just all the emotions. So I remember at Christmas time, I was invited to a party. And uh, this house looked like something from the Parade of Homes. 
and uh, one of those tours, you know, and, and I remember returning home after, you know, this five acres, this farmhouse chic, it's, it looked like something that came out of, you know, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, right? And uh, it felt like my kitchen was claustrophobic. Suddenly my ceilings, they felt super low. You know, I felt I was already sweating. I'm feeling hot. Like, how did I, how could I live in a house like this, right? But I had lost really who I was. I mean, as I navigate as a mom and all the roles that I play and the hats that I wear, do you ever feel like I don't know, like when your kids leave or you become an empty nester, we're constantly trying to figure out like who we are again. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That has been the story of like the last, I don't know, probably six years of my life in full color. I had one kid who got married at 19 just because they were high school sweethearts and they had dated well and they didn't want to go to college in different towns and they wanted to be together. And although at first we were like, no, that's not happening. We decided to be on board with that instead of missing out on it. And then right after that, I had my second child who went to college for 10 days and (laughs) came back, came back, but didn't come back to live at home. And so I had this, a whole season of just not knowing, you know, what was coming next and just a lot of other things that happened during that season. But when we are looking outside at uh, what other people are doing, things weren't, I guess what I'm trying to say is things weren't going the way that I had planned. And I am a planner. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I know. (laughs) I, (laughs) I am a planner. I want to know what is happening in front of me. I want to know what it is that is going to be the next thing so that I can be ready. I don't, I'm learning. It's a lifelong learning process, but I'm learning to adapt more quickly. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I'm in this place now where my kids, you know, it just seemed like two seconds ago, they were like, Mom, just drop me off on the corner of the street, you know, and I'm like, let me kiss you, give you a kiss on the cheek. And they're like, no. And now all of a sudden they're driving and I'm trying to insert myself into their life. And I feel a little bit lost at times. Like, um, I'm still a mom, but in what capacity? It's There's a constant, like, navigating different seasons of your life. And I find myself looking to the left and the right, like you had mentioned, um, what other people are doing, comparing yeah. myself on this, like, totem pole of life to see just where I rank. Am I in the right place? Am am I where I'm supposed to be? So I feel like for me, one of the biggest things of, of the, of the two things probably that I would consider an identity thief is comparison traps. You want to expand on that? Ooh, yeah. Comparison (laughs) traps are tricky when we are compare. And the reason they call it a trap is because it's so easy to fall into it is so easy. You know, we are just walking along and all of a sudden that thing grabs our attention. And we go, oh, I want that. And like you said, we go back home to our place and we go, oh, well, that's not my house doesn't look like that or my life doesn't look like that or my kid's not doing that or my waistline doesn't measure up or you <laughs> yes, know, whatever yes. it is, whatever our thing is, because it's going to be different for everybody. But what we do is we look to all of the woulda, coulda, shouldas in life and let them like reign and rule our emotions. And that is not 
what we want to do. We want to be women who are steady, like you talked about, and confident, like you said earlier, confident in who we are, what we've been made to do, and not allow the things from the outside or what we hear from our enemy tell us the what we should, could, or maybe would have done, you know, or how it should look and be totally okay with where God has us in that moment, because the moment that we're in is so much more beautiful than the other thing that we are looking at, because that's not what God has for us. It doesn't mean it's always a no, or it's never going to be. I'm a writer. I want a book. I am looking to, you know, publish a book and I want that thing, but it's not what's in my field right now. It's not what God is doing in my life today, right now. And that's okay. So it doesn't mean it's not ever going to be, but it's not a right now thing. And if we can learn, learn to live in the moment and not let our unmet expectations leave us with that sense of lack, but be full of the good things, like you said, yes. the, the goodness in the land of the living. That's where God wants us to be. You made a great point here. You know, in Philippians 4.12, there was a, uh, do you remember when Paul, you know, Paul had just, he had just gotten saved. He was like, his life turned around, you know, and then suddenly, just like that, he was in prison. And here he is writing and encouraging all of us to be content in every situation, right? To be content. He said, I know what it's like to be in need. I know what it's like to have plenty, but I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry or in living in plenty or in want, that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. See, we're a custom story. And for me, I was looking left and right just as a, you know, just, just to, to measure up. I just wanted to see, you know, I wasn't really comparing. I was just looking just to see what everybody else was doing. And, and before I knew it, I was looking at, you know, comparing my house and their house and my kids and their kids. And, and we always fail. We never quite measure up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about personalities. Um, how personalities play a role in eluding our contentment. But first, I want to start with perfectionism. Ugh, perfection is a lie. I mean, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on perfection. Perfection is a lie. And I am a girl who really constantly wants to believe that it's attainable and possible and in my lane. Like that's, I want things to be all set up, all planned out, all perfect. And that is not what life look like. looks like. It's not what it's, it's not how we grow. It's not how, if everything was perfect all the time, we would never grow. We would have no need for the Lord. We would have no need for friends. Everything would be perfect. Yeah, and boring. And boring, <laughs> yes, Hello. and boring. If everything was always planned out, it would be boring. There would be no surprises and no suddenlies and no immediately changing things in our lives for the good. And so that is where the excitement of being with God gets me every time. This week, I wrote something about uh, contentment and living in the land of contentment. Probably our earlier conversation early this week, 
had my head spinning with all kinds of thoughts about being content. And I said that contentment breeds intimacy with our heavenly father right here, right now, not always wishing for, you know, the things that we see that we're scrolling for or whatever, but enjoying where God has us in the moment right now, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not perfect. That is true. And I know you got a a lot of women excited going, yeah, that's my personality too. I want things lined up. I want it to look good. I want that kind of Pinterest look. I want a fresh start. I want everything to look clean and pretty and ready to go. But yeah, perfect is a lie. Perfect. uh, If you don't have perfect, if you have perfect in your life or you think those expectations, they're just, uh, when they're unmet, it's just a disappointment to everybody. Right. So for me, um, I've found that, you know, when I I thought, you know, Monday I'll start or someday I'll start and and I never started. And, you know, those days, someday is not even on the calendar. And for me, when I start, whether I start ugly or with the resources I have and I start now, there's transformation in the start. Like when you fail, you get back up. It makes you stronger. I think about... um, you know, those pearls, there's a little bit of, um, you know, how it, it rubs and it creates the, the sand, uh, and the annoyance. yeah, it creates the, the, the pearl. And then you've got the, uh, the diamond, you've got that heat, you've got the, you know, all, of, all the pressure, it creates that transformation. So when you fall, you get back up. When you keep trying, you get stronger. So for me, if I, relied on perfection and I never started then all that ooey gooey goodness of the journey and what I would learn like plan B's or make for better stories would all be lost so let's talk a little bit about personalities and how they kind of feed into this um, trap you know I think that the other day when we were talking we were talking about the differences in our personalities and how I always want things to be perfect and you're like ready for the next great thing you're like ready to move on and so for me I get stuck in a place where I'm trying to perfect things and get it all like I want it before I will you know move on to the next thing and you said that you were the kind of person who is so excited and your personality type is like always planning the next great party the next great adventure the next the next roller coaster ride whatever it is and so you're always looking out there and I'm always staying stuck in my stuff and so I think that for us that that causes us to look either too closely at where we're at or too much in the distance. And that is where we need to begin to let our personalities maybe be a little bit more like Jesus and be looking at how our lives right now can always be chasing after what he wants for us so that we are content where we are. And then when he says, when he says a prayer that I prayed recently, Stephanie, was that renew me or release me. Oh, that's good. (laughs) You know, I was trying to make a really big decision and I was just at a place where I was like, God, I'm tired. I'm weary. I don't know what this looks like. I'm, I'm not content where I'm at. So I either need you to renew me 
or release me. And it was such a good prayer, if I don't say so myself. And it wasn't for me, it was from the Holy Spirit. So it wasn't me. Yes. um, You know, when we are able to say that and say, you know, whatever you want, whichever way that goes, we allow ourselves to be pliable and teachable. And that, I think, is what our personalities need. Yes, I agree so much. You know, my personality is like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, are we going to skydive? Like, I do not want every day to be the same. That would kill me inside. So I'm constantly being eluded by this contentment because my husband was like, hey, you know, you do all these great things, but you don't sit in it and you don't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't enjoy the fruit of your labor. And I had to kind of pull back. At first, I was mad. I'm like, what are you talking about assessing my personality? You know? Maybe that's the Southern in me, you know, I don't know. It's like, hey, we do sometimes we'll do the wrong things before we do the right ones. But uh, (laughs) we definitely have a story to tell and a lot of fun. But I think for me, I had this fear of being left behind. I had this fear of not feeling good enough. I would uh, hustle for my worth. I was trying to prove my place in the universe. And, you know, God, he's all about grace and redemption. He doesn't he doesn't want you to do that. He's like, I give you grace and redemption. It's not earned. You can't earn it. I give it to you because you're my kid. And, um, you know, in Hebrews 13, five, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God said, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you, which was huge to me because I'm like, you're not going to forsake me. You're not going to abandon me. You're not going to leave me. I'm not going to feel rejected. No, because I am your father. And so that allows me to be like, hey, I don't have to be on this earn to pay program where I'm trying to earn something and my resume looks so awesome, but it doesn't allow me to enjoy the moment. You know, Psalms 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. And I'm like, oh, you know, every parent teacher conference was like, she's too talky. She can't sit still. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, God, help me to learn to be still and know that you are God and not just be constantly like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Oh, look, a quarter, you know, <laughs> stay a focused girl. So, um, This is such good conversation. I just really enjoy hanging out with you today. You know, that's why I wrote the book, Living Your Best Life, because I wanted people to be able to let go of other people's expectations to live a life of contentment. So do you have any like favorite books or quotes or anything that just really hit home for you? Well, let's see. I am way late to the game. But I have been watching The Chosen. I, it's late. I haven't heard of I mean, this. Everybody, have you never watched it? No. I love you so <laughs> much because I thought I was the only person on the universe that had not watched it. So you make me feel now so good. Now I'm the it's only amazing. one. <laughs> so, so good. So anyway, I'm enjoying that right now. I'm also enjoying, I love J.J. Heller. Um, she's a singer, songwriter, and she has a song that says, uh, it's called Boat Song, and it's just this sweet song, and she says, if she's talking about, like, if you were the, if you were a boat, I'd be the wind at your back, things like that. She says, if you were afraid, my darling, I'd be the courage you lack. Oh, my gosh, I love this. (laughs) I love that from her. And one of the other things that other songs that she has that I've been listening to lately is something, I think it's called, I get to be the one. And it's the sweetest song. I have a new grandbaby and she's singing about a baby, 
and how she gets to be the one to be in his day and, you know, do all the things. And I think if we take that and we apply it to our lives, whether we're a mom who needs to remember that, will this really matter? Is it going to matter in 10 years if they dye their hair purple? Yes. I hate it, but is it yes. really going to matter? Or if we're a friend and we just are like, we are, we don't have a good friend right now and we're praying for one and we don't know how to do that. I think that if we can just be the one, we get to be the one, we get to experience life, be content right now and enjoy the people that God puts into our path is the way that that song affected me. Oh, Amy Lane, you are so amazing. You know, I love that because the end game is long and the end game and the point of it is, is we want to build relationships, right? And create memories and, and build a legacy. And that is the whole point of it all. Um, Oscar Wilde, one of my favorite, he said, be yourself because everyone else is taken. So in the last minute here, I want to um, tell our audience where they can contact you. Well, I am everywhere. No, not really. But <laughs> you I, are. I am Amy Elaine writes like W R I T E S on all social media. Amy Elaine writes. I love Instagram these days. Loving it there. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, but mostly my webpage is Amy Elaine, A M Y E L A I N E dot com. And you can go there and sign up for a free passion and purpose 30 days in Psalm 139 ebook that I am going to be doing in September, the September to remember. You can go there and do that. And that's where you can find all things Amy Elaine. That is awesome. Thank you for being our guest today. I appreciate you so much. We're going to have to do this again. So guys, go to stephaniepletka.com to book a coaching session. Hey, look, in the Phoenix area, if you're here, tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at 4 or listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, I'll see you when the wind blows.